the learning curve is so much steeper if you move to a place by yourself. Yeah, because there's things that you're not that you're not familiar with, and then suddenly you don't have your parents to guide you through the process also. Stories have the power to teach, inspire people, and connect communities. We want to dive into the lives of everyday Malaysians around the world and be the platform to share their stories, no matter how mundane or exciting, controversial or intriguing. Do you have one to tell? We're your hosts, Shan, Hen, and Yvan, and this is the Malaysians Abroad Podcast. Hello everyone, we are officially wrapping up Season 2! Thank you all for the support and for tuning in to our show. Yeah, this season we've interviewed nine Malaysians residing in five countries, Malaysia, US, UK, Germany, and Singapore. We've had eight episodes about identities and relationships with ourselves, those around us, our careers, and our money. In this finale, we are going to recap the season from our perspectives as hosts of the Malaysians Abroad podcast. But... Before we begin, we're going to do a rapid-fire session on identities where we answer candid questions as quickly as possible. Alright, my first question is, would you rather be able to rewrite your past 10 years ago or to see your future 10 years in? Ooh, I think rewrite my past i would rewrite my past i think that i wouldn't rewrite it too much maybe just take out some silly mistakes but keep those that i like learned a lot of lessons in which i think i, I learned a lot from the mistakes i made mm. yeah probably just take out dumb stuff mm. um for me it was more of the question like would you rather see into the future i can't do anything about the future i guess when i see it if you say like rewrite the future then maybe i would have picked the future mm. but yeah, so mm. I don't know. It'll be I think it'll be valuable to change some things to change the trajectory of my life or how it's going now. Cool. Next question: Would you rather be born Malaysian or born another nationality? Dang, <laughs> Malaysian. I think me too. I don't think I can give up my love for being Malaysian. Yeah. Yeah, me three. Specifically, Penang Night. <laughs> <laughs> if Penang was a country, yes. <laughs> I would be born another nationality. Yep, yep. I wonder why Penang Knights specifically have so much like state pride. I feel like yeah. we have more state pride over other states. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean Penang Penang Knights are always known as the cocky ones, right? <laughs> That's why there's the hashtag Penang one better and it became a joke as well. Alright, I guess I'm next. Yeah. My first question is, what's the best trait about yourself? Ooh. I think I'm a good listener. Mm. I think I'm an empath. Is that the word? Mm -hmm. I'm very empathetic. Like I can Mm -hmm. feel people's feelings. Mm, Do you cry? Do people cry? Yes. (laughs) Unless I think that person is crying for something stupid, then I'll be like, Come on. <laughs> but, but for the most part, yeah. What about Yvan? What's yours? I think I'm quite spontaneous. Mm. Like, if people call me 
to do something and I don't know what is it about and I've never even heard of it but I will still do it <laughs> mm. fun um, even if it's like oh in 30 minutes do you have any plans I'm like oh, if I have no plans then yeah I'll come along <laughs> alright next question would you rather be alone in a new country or always have people around you in your family home the latter the latter also like always though like always need like there's no alone time <gasps> okay that one cannot lie if there's no alone time at all no alone time wait 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 can I choose who the people are though yeah yeah you can you can as long as it doesn't matter who it is as long as like you're not alone okay I'll still choose the latter yeah me too I've been alone in Japan before it was not very nice but then I mean eventually you do make friends lah right to be honest, I think I'm indifferent. Um, I really don't mind either way. But I don't know, thinking about like having people constantly around me all the time is a bit stressful. So I think I choose the former, actually. Hmm. And I think you kind of experienced that when you went to Idaho, right? Like- yeah, ish, a little bit. Yeah. All right, my questions. Um, if you could change one thing about yourself, it cannot be your looks what would it be? I think I would like to be more articulate. I think you're pretty articulate, but okay. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> no, but I feel like I don't get out what I want to say immediately. Like, when I think back on conversations, I'm like, oh, I should have said this or like, I should have said this better. Yeah. So I get that a lot. So I want to be more articulate in the sense that like, I want to be able to communicate uh, what I truly want to say in the way that I want it at the moment without having to think too much about it. Hmm. I think that's like maybe because English is not our first language, right? Like on the other hand, if you see like Americans, they can just say what's what comes to their mind so clearly. Mine is very similar to events also. Like I would like to be more opinionated and like be more brave to speak my opinion. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like such a good listener that I just don't say anything. I'll just listen and be like, yeah, good. <laughs> what about you, Hannah? Um, I like to be more patient. Mm. I'm pretty impatient sometimes. And it's not a good trait to have. So fully acknowledge that and would like to change. Um, Okay, my second question is, would you rather be someone who pleases everybody, but is not who you truly are, like it's not your real identity? Or would you rather live your authentic self and not have anyone like you? Former for me. I would choose the latter lah. I feel like I just spent I spent so much of my life being a people pleaser that I'm kind of like like I'm realizing I'm realizing the negative impact it has on me mm. now mm. that I want to move towards being more of my authentic self lah. But if the if the cause is that people won't like me, then maybe that's a bit scary. Mm. If there was an in between, I would take it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I cannot. I cannot. I'm 100% a people pleaser. And I don't know if this is a bad trait, but like, I do seek external validation. Or it is, I know for sure it is one way that I get motivation. So if nobody likes me, I think I'll be super miserable. (laughs) I don't blame you for that. I feel like that's been like conditioned in our head since we were young, you know? Maybe, maybe it's something that I still have to work on to look inwards for that motivation and it's still something that I'm working on but for now at this very moment I cannot 
But I also think, right, if you were living your authentic self, and let's say your authentic self is someone who, like, if you're happy with the authentic self, in this scenario, lah, then you wouldn't need that extrinsic validation, you know? True. True. Yeah. Yeah, if mm. I'm that type of person. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, thinking of myself now, I think I, w- I would still choose the latter because I think it would be more sad to be someone that I'm not or to always have to pretend. All right, that's that's the end of our rapid fire. I feel like we end with deep questions. Okay, now that we're done with the rapid fire, let's move on to the main chunk of this recap. Just looking back, we want to talk about some of our standout moments for us as a team working on this season. So we have three main highlights. Ivan, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, our first highlight is that we had a new boilerplate. To our listeners, we're not sure if you realize this, but we really wanted to rewrite our purpose for the podcast. And also, another fun fact is that we also had a new outro. Um, So if anybody was listening until the end of the episode, you had realized that. Yeah, so that was the first exciting change of the season two. Yes, we also needed to add a boiler, a new boilerplate because obviously the season one only had me and Hannah in it. And now season two, we have Ivan. Yeah, I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I've been with y'all for so long. Yeah. yeah, it has been pretty long. I say that that's one of the things that it's not like a big highlight of season two, but like something to take note was that it definitely dragged on a lot longer because we were less strict with timelines and schedules Mm. and we just had like a lot of things going on in our personal lives that we like just made sure that we weren't burning ourselves out Mm -hmm. with the podcast yeah Mm. and we will get to that update that life update portion later Mm -hmm. and the next thing that happened was something really sweet and really really memorable we had a listener reach out to us over email um, with a really long voice note just telling us how much she appreciated our podcast and this person was actually not a Malaysian she was an American who had moved to Kuching um, with her husband and she had lost her husband in Kuching due to a car accident which Mm -hmm. was really heartbreaking to hear but it was just so inspiring to hear how she really enjoyed our podcast and listening to what she called young voices thank you for thinking that we are young Um, (laughs) talk about other stories and talk about Malaysian stories and bring people or bring Malaysians from around the world to share their stories. So that was super, super sweet. Um, We never expect things like that, but it meant a lot to us. Yeah, and I think we were all very thankful that she found a piece of the Malaysian community in our podcast as well. Mm -hmm. Being far away from Malaysia right now and not knowing when she will return. Thank you for that. If you are listening. Actually, to add on to that, I also wanted to highlight um, something that I thought was very meaningful. People started reaching out uh, through Instagram DM to connect to our pod, uh, podcast guests for help. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we are actually kind of working towards our mission to connect Malaysians all over the world. Yeah. Uh, so that was also a very exciting DM that I saw and wanted to share with our listeners. Thank you for 
reaching out and I hope you continue to reach out to us. Yeah. The third highlight was the donation drive for the flood relief that happened this year. So we set up a PayPal account to help uh, Malaysians living abroad who wanted to help but didn't have a direct channel to make that payment. So we collected your donations and then we managed to channel it to some of the main NGOs which were doing the flood relief works here. So thank you for all your support if you were part of that uh, donation drive. All right. Um, now, thinking about episodes, what was your favorite episode? I have a couple. I think it's hard to choose one. It always is. Yeah, it is. For me, personally, it was Aisha's episode because one, I related a lot to what she said and it was our first guest that um, wasn't really a part of our kind of mutual friends circle, I guess, or our, our connections mm. whatsoever. So it was very refreshing to hear a story that was so unique, for one, um, but also so vulnerable. I think she honestly, I mean, obviously all our guests were very open and very vulnerable when they were sharing about, you know, their journey and stuff like that. But I feel like she really did open up and it's so hard to open up to a bunch of strangers and we've never even met her previously. Mm-hmm. And we just jumped straight into a call with her. So that was, yeah, that was very, very memorable to me. Um, I agree. Yeah, I think it was like really, I really appreciated that she was open to having such a deep, controversial conversation with us mm-hmm. um, and respectfully as well. I think it's really important that we foster these kind of conversations and I appreciated that exactly what you said, she was vulnerable um, and she didn't feel the need to like censor herself while she was talking to us. Of course, in the final episode, we did take some stuff out just to protect privacy and all of that. But yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed our conversation when we were like talking with her and recording the episode. But in addition to that, I also enjoyed um, Peru's episode because I learned a lot from her too. Mm. I think that in that episode, it... Mm. What we said, growing up in Malaysia, we have a certain view on Islam yep. because of how it is in our education system and all of that, right? And like how it's brought into our politics. But just hearing someone um, else who converted to Islam and like her story behind it, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I really related to Dr. Crystal Lau's episode as a mom. Just want to throw it out there. Like, it was super, super relatable for me. Yeah. It was very fun recording with her. And I think that interruption from uh, Kira was so cute. What about you, Shan? Um, For me, I think my favorite would have to be our episode with Uncle Kokman. Mm. I think I mentioned it to you both before. But like the moment we finished that recording and we all hung up, I was just like so ready to like hit reset on my life. And I just felt so charged up, you know, yeah. like just the, like talking about um, who we are and then just a lot of wise um, advice about being able to choose and filter what's good for us, what we want to take in, how we can shape our life. Um yeah, I think that was just really, really motivating. Like, I, I didn't expect it to be that way going into the recording, but it turned out to be really, really positive. Yeah. Yeah. I think it really felt like we were talking to 
an uncle in the kopitiam. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. he's having a casual conversation like that. Except yeah. you walk away with so much wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah. Exactly. I loved it. Alright, I'm just going to recap and tell everybody which of those um, episodes are in case they want to have a listen. If you want to listen to Aisha's episode, it is season 2, episode 4. Uh, Peru's episode is episode 5. And then Uncle Kokman's is episode 8. And our episode with Dr. Crystal Lau was most recent, so that's episode 9. You can check that out on our yeah. Spotify. But if you haven't listened to the rest of the episodes, I highly encourage you to because I think each episode had valuable bits of mm-hmm. info, right? Yeah, like the, the one with Michelle was so yeah. yeah, I think you 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 will have something to take away no matter what episode you listen to. Um yeah. even if you are not particularly in the group of people that they are talking about, you will still have something to learn. Yeah, there's something for everybody. Alright, so now let's dig a little deeper into what's actually happening in our lives um, currently. Okay, first question. Where are we in our lives right now? Well, I'm moving to Malaysia as I think everyone who has been listening already knows. Um, so it's been, it's been a lot of prep for that. I sold my house a few weeks ago, so I'm now sitting on the floor in an empty room. So have no more furniture. Uh, and along with that, so that was the first time I had to sell my house. So that was an interesting process. Also just feeling a little nervous because I don't know what to expect with the move. Mm-hmm. It's my first time flying with a baby. And it's also my first time flying after two and a half years mm-hmm. or more. Because the, fr- the last time I flew was pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. So. I had a question. Do you feel like you're doing some real adulting stuff? Do you ever just look at, like, stop and look at what you're doing and be like, dang. <laughs> like, yes, I have thought that. <laughs> Especially with the house sale. I, I, I mean, I'm sure, like, there's a lot of people younger than me who have done that, but yeah. I just didn't realize how much went into it and how much you need to know, like, things like escrow and inspection and all these <laughs> things that, yeah, like capital gains tax, oh you know. <laughs> All these words. I know. I can't even brain. Do you think moving to America or just moving into your current house with the house buying process and everything, was that easier or is leaving easier? It's. I think leaving is a little easier because mm. I'm leaving to go home. Mm. Um, there's like a even though I'm nervous about how it's gonna be because I'm like I've not lived there as an adult so there's a lot of things I need to relearn too yeah. I'm gonna have family and friends back home so I have something to look forward to whereas the the former had a lot of uncertainty to it as well so there's just a little bit more nerves involved there I think mm. yeah and we're hoping that your transition home goes well can't wait to see you both in Malaysia yeah. Yvan, what about you? Where are you now? Um, so I have officially moved to Austin, Texas. Yay! It's super hot. It's like I think the first day I was here it was like 40 degrees. <sighs> Not fun. Um, and it's a little more humid than I'm used to. So it feels like I'm back in Malaysia times two. Like Malaysia's weather on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> but 
where I'm at in life. Um, I think in the past two months, I've learned so much, not in terms of personal growth, but also just in terms of the adulting part of life. Like um, my car broke down, so I had to officially like buy a new car. But then deciding on like, oh, do I want to lease a car? Do I want to take a loan out? Because previously I didn't have to take a loan. Um, I was lucky enough to have, you know, cash on hand. But yeah, just learning about like the, the car buying process, the car selling process. And then I had to call the cops for the first time in my life and dealing with like police reports and stuff. Um, so that was also very interesting. And yeah, and then I feel like with my current job, everything is a little more serious and more formal as well with like um, immigration documents and stuff like that and officially having like my own immigration lawyer and stuff. So I feel wow. very like serious. I feel like the past two months, the past yeah. two months have been very serious and very like full of paperwork and yeah, adult boring stuff that I have to do. But I'm very excited because I feel like um, Austin is very young. The city is very young. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a little more full of life than Boise, Idaho is. Or maybe it's just easier, it's just easier to find people around my age uh, in my current situation. That's cool. I feel like the the adulting trajectory, like if there was a chart, right? It is so much steeper. The learning curve is so much steeper if you move to a place by yourself. Yeah. Because there's things that you're not that you're not familiar with. And then suddenly you don't have your parents to guide you through the process or so. Exactly. Like if my parents were here, I don't think I would have bought the car myself. Like I would have just like asked them to do it for me. It's like suddenly you know a place and you know a system way better than your parents do. Yeah. That's gotta be huge, man. You guys are doing great things. What about you, Shan? What, how, where are you at in life right now? Um, well, I just quit my full-time job and I think this is like a big turning point because I'm going to stop taking like a monthly salary and start kind of doing my own work. Um, for those that don't know, I've always been a freelance writer for the last five years, but it's always just been kind of a side job because I always held down, um, like I was, I started during uni and then I also did it when I was doing my first teaching job. But now I am taking the leap and going full-time freelancing. So that is very, very exciting. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. What are you most excited about with this transition? Um, I think just being able to get, uh, to be in control about, of, of, um, how much I work, what I choose to work on, and um, and then how much I charge, meaning like how much I earn or solo. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, it is. And I feel like that, it's, that is also a different form of adulting because it takes a certain amount of like confidence yeah. and like, I don't know if stability is the right word, but assurance in yourself you know, mm. for you to be able to do that. Yeah. To be able to give up, like, a firm monthly salary and pursue what you want, like, what you truly want for yourself. So. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Mm, yeah. I mean, before I quit, obviously, I had to, like, build my own safety net first. So I was mm-hmm. working a lot, and then now I've saved up the money 
to like keep me down for at least like nine to ten months. Yeah, and that's that is definitely adulting too. Yeah, not many people can do that. I feel because like there are a bunch of things that will come up, and then like even if you save, something will come up, and you have to like spend your savings. Hmm. So to get to that point, it's very commendable, Shan. We're very proud of you. Yeah. Oh, thanks. That means a lot. For sure. Yeah, and it sounds like we are all kind of in that transitionary phase with Hannah moving back to Malaysia, me moving back, um, me moving back pula, me moving to a new state, um, and Shan transitioning careers. Which is also why this season has dragged out longer, which is what we were saying earlier, because we're just going through so much. But good stuff, all good stuff. Okay, we talked a lot about change and stuff, right? But is there anything that has anything big or like, wow, that has happened to y'all recently? Yes, I have one. When I was in Idaho, I was living in a single story house, and my window was very big, and it was facing the neighbor's house. But then there was like this huge fence that was blocking my neighbors and my house. So I put down the blinds, but then there was like a small little gap, and I thought the fence was so high. There's no way they're gonna see anything, right? But apparently, I was kind of packing, so I was, you know, not very clothed, and my neighbor actually trespassed into my house and took a picture of me because I heard a little knock on the window, and then I saw a phone there. So I didn't actually see like who it was, but then. My roommates, when they were leaving, they saw like my neighbor lingering around, so they kind of suspected that it was him. And I was home alone at this point, so it was quite scary. Um, I called the cops for the first time in my life, like I mentioned earlier. Um, and yeah, dealing with police is not fun, especially I feel like in America, because they're like I don't think they take my case as a priority because it was a non-violent crime and it's summer and crime rates are up. So so terrible. Yeah, and like I called the cops to check in with the status of my report because I was leaving, right? So I didn't know like what was gonna go, what what was gonna happen. And then they're like, "Oh, we already submitted it, so you have to call the prosecutor's office." And I called the prosecutor's office, and they're like, "You're calling the wrong office. You should call like the city office." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll call the city office." And then the city office was like, "No." All the cases will go to the prosecutor's office. I'm like the prosecutor's office sent me over to you guys. And oh then, my gosh! Yeah, so it was like I was just being thrown around, and right now I'm just patiently waiting. So that was something crazy that happened. And on the same day, it was Friday the thirteenth, and that was the day my car broke down too. <gasps> yeah, and the next day I found out that my parents were um, gonna put down my eighteen year old dog. Oh, oh gosh, this is so much. I'm so sorry to go through all of that. No, it's okay. I mean, like, it's a story that I can tell now. Um, but it was scary yeah. at the moment. Um, yeah. And my dog was old, and he had lost his ability to walk already. It was still very oh. sad because he basically grew up with my brother more lah, because you know they're basically the same age. Hmm. But yeah, I'm still quite sad that I didn't get to see him for the last time. I saw him through WhatsApp call, which was still nice. So sorry to hear that, Ivan. 
Yeah. It's okay. It sounds like you had a really bizarre weekend. I know. It was so crazy. My friend was like, I think you need like to get some kind of purification. Go sage your entire house. (laughs) (laughs) Man, no one should have to go through, well, your first story. It's like kind of sexual Mm. assault or harassment, whatever the right word is. But yeah. Yeah. That was very interesting. I mean, like, obviously, um, not interesting in a fun way, but very interesting how the cops, like, handled the case because they didn't have a warrant. So they weren't allowed to check his phone because he mm. knew that it was him. Um, so what they did was they picked out three similar-looking phones and then they told me to pick the one that I thought I saw. Oh. Yeah, and then, and then with that, then they are allowed to seize the phone because I pointed out, like, this is the phone. So now that's what we're waiting for, for them to actually unlock the phone and go through it. I also had a, I also have a cop story. So right, I was just, um, and this is the something crazy that happened to me because I can't think of anything else. But I was just driving. I was going to make a turn. So before you make a turn, you have to slow down, right? Obviously. So like there was a sharp turn left and then you turn right. So I was making that sharp turn left and then I stopped because I wanted to turn right also. Um, and then, as I as I had already stopped, right, I heard a knock on the back of my car, and then this motorcyclist came next to my car on the passenger side and then hit the side mirror closed, you know? Mm-hmm. So then, um, like, I honked at him, and then I saw that he had already stopped his bike on the opposite side. No, not on the opposite, on my side, under a tree lah. So if you know Malaysian roads, like you can pretty much stop anywhere and like you'll be fine. <laughs> so I had mm-hmm. to cross over to his side. I was so angry at him. And then he came over and then he started like berating me for not um for showing my signal too late that I wanted to turn what? right. Yeah. And then he asked for my license. And I'm like, I don't have to give you my license. You're just a common civilian like me. And then he he took out his wallet and then he flashed his wallet at me and apparently he was a policeman, you know? Yes. Yes. So then we're like having this back and forth and he's like, you didn't turn your signal right. Then I shouted back at him and I'm like, like, how does that give you the right to smack my side mirror closed? Is that what they teach you at police training school? Oh, dang. Yeah, I'm like, is that is that the way to go about it? Like Man, if, if you fought back. So wrong, I did. Like if it's so wrong, then just give me a summon, mm. And then he started yelling at me like at the top of his lungs that I did not cooperate with a policeman, and that I could get a summon for that. I'm like, sure, give it to me, man. Did he? No, he didn't. Um, we just waited there because he said he was calling, uh, somebody from the station to come over. So we waited and waited and waited. And you know what the worst part was? He had two kids in his motorbike. One that's already wrong. One of the kids was sitting in front of him. One, the older kid, was sitting behind him. And only the kid sitting in front had a helmet on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You should have totally said that. Like, excuse me? <laughs> okay, maybe not. Maybe not fighting more. But yeah. So in the end, did someone come or he just yeah. let it go? In the end, my boyfriend and uh, his dad came. Then uh, we decided to go to the police station to lodge a proper report. 
he agreed. We set off to go to the police station. We went to the police station, and then five minutes later, he still didn't show up when he should have <laughs> been the first to arrive. So scared lah. Yeah, we yeah. just took it as okay. Fine, he's not. He's not gonna like own up to his words. Yeah. <laughs> And all this was happening in Bahasa, you know. So I'm like trying to find my words. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot, man. I cannot find in Bahasa. Yeah, at least not now, lah. Maybe if after a few months or something, we can. No, but the fact that you um, fought back. Yeah. When he was yelling at you, then I yeah. I think if I were in your shoes, right, I would be crying. <laughs> yeah, I nearly cried also, but I held it back, lah. Go Sean. Yeah. Um, when he was shouting at me that I wasn't cooperating, I'm like, it's not that I'm not cooperating. I'm just not gonna be bullied by you. Mm. Yeah. So earlier when you said you wanted to be more opinionated, I think this is this is a good example. Mm. You're like standing firm for yourself. Yeah. So we have come to the end of our episode and. One thing that we're looking forward to is season three, and in season three, we're going to be speaking with Malaysians abroad with a focus on careers. So, mm-hmm. if you are a Malaysian abroad with a story, an interesting story that you want to share about your career, do reach out to us with our Google form that is on our Instagram bio, or just DM us on Instagram. And if you are interested in hearing a specific story and or Um, stories in a specific country, maybe how to get started working abroad in a in a certain country. Please do share with us, and we'll try our best to find someone in that country as well to share their story. Because we want to make sure that it's helpful to our listeners too. Mm. So you won't hear any new content from us until season three, but that doesn't mean radio silence. We are thrilled to launch Map Bites. What Map Bites is is that. In just five minutes, you will get the most juice out of each episode with all of our guests. So we'll be rolling this out from now until season three, where we take a break from generating new content, but just um, doing a recap of everything that uh, we have we have learned with our guests from season mm-hmm. one. And with that, we have come to the end. So thank you all for tuning in to season two. And as usual, see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Malaysians Abroad podcast. Did today's episode spark something in you? Do you have a story to share? Come be our guest on a future episode. Connect with us on Instagram at Malaysians Abroad Podcast or email us at malaysiansabroadpodcast at gmail.com. See you soon!